everyone, John Thornett here for another episode of uh, the Speaking Pharmacy podcast. Good to have you all on. Now, I have got a wonderful guest here today. It's an absolute ripper, this bloke. So, I'm going to introduce him in a second. So, you're going to love today's episode, by the way. It's going to be good. Now, what's been happening at peak lately? Um, well, this morning when we recorded this, which is uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of March, when we're recording this, um, I was down at the Guild, uh, recorded a webinar for the Future Pharmacy Program for the Pharmacy Guild, and we did a little session on understanding financial reports um, and very pharmacized as well. So, if you're a member of the WA Guild, have a look at that, go have a look at that webinar because that was good, really great. Some good numbers on that too. Um, what else has been happening? On the 1st of April, the wonderful Sarah, who's sitting in, sitting in front of me. Say hello, Sarah. Hello. Yes. <laughs> um, Sarah is doing a webinar on marketing. Content ideas for social media or ah. for pharmacy. So pharmacy content ideas for social media. There yeah. you go. So um, depending on when you're listening to this, um, register for that webinar. Or if you're listening to it afterwards, um, be able to go to our website and you'll be able to register and view it from our website. So do have a do have a keep an eye open for that one because that one's going to be really good as well. Uh, what else has been happening in Peakland? Um, well, the pharmacy mastermind's going really well. We've had um, some uh, good good response to that actually, and Sarah and I have been uh, dutifully working with uh, those people who've signed up for uh, mastermind. It's actually been really good. It's been a lot of fun and um, make some good changes, haven't we? It's been really good. Yes, it's been it great fun. Been so, much fun. Yeah. so let me introduce this bloke here. So, Mr. Matt Palumbo. Hello. <laughs> Mr. Hello. Matt Palumbo. So who is Matt Palumbo? Well, he's got a degree in property finance from Curtin University. Got a background in real estate, which Absolutely. we won't hold you against that. That's, no, please that, don't. That's quite okay. <laughs> but Matt is the Territory Manager for South Australia, Northern Territory and WA for BD Rower. Welcome. Absolutely. Thanks, John. Pleasure. Thanks for having me Been on. Been to have you on for ages. And thanks, Sarah, as well. Get me involved as well. So we're going to get you involved in the webinar. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm, I'm, I'm the third person in the podcast episode. So welcome, welcome. Now, today's topic, all about automation. Yes. Okay? That's what you're good at. Yep. That's your gig. You know? The world of automation. Yes. So, from a if we if we think about the audience and think of those ones who don't have a maybe a new owner, yep. you know, might be fairly new to the concept of automation. That might be man, uh, a manager as well. Okay, thinking about automation. Where has pharmacy sort of led up to this point? Because you think of pharmacy ages ago was, yeah. Old technology called make, of make, make manually putting in, stuff yep. together. Yep. Whereas we're, we're now in a world where technology is advancing and there's this world now of automation. So how has this evolved? How we got to this this point and what, what is automa automation from a dispensary perspective? So I suppose in that we want to look at the role of automation or with, within that there in terms of where, where it's kind of where we've come from and, and where we are today and I suppose we're going to look at back of what a pharmacy was, say, 70 years ago. Yeah. Completely different to, to kind of what and where we are today. Yeah. 
Um, and so automation, I suppose, today in, dis in the dispensary area of the pharmacy is looking after, at, at the most basic level, it's looking after the stock, stock management for the pharmacy and assisting that pharmacist through the day-to-day -day mundane tasks yeah. of, of what they're currently doing and, and helping them out in that, in that regard there. Yeah, yeah. So it's really just um, automating the repetitive in, in its basic format. In its basic format. So for, for some of your listeners who haven't even looked down that path yet, don't have automation, um, in its most basic format, that's, that's essentially what we're looking at. Yeah. So was that like the, the first models that came out were... How are they different from today? So that's when I suppose when um, and when I was having a chat to my other territory managers across Australia about this, and we were looking at um, the evolution of automation. Yeah, um, we've gone through what we look at what we'd call a first generation automation, um, and that's something which is very similar to that of what you would call or classify as like a vending machine. Um, so stuff yeah. where you're going to be loading each kind of item into the machine. Um, you're manually loading it, and then when you've got your dispense software, you'd be then kind of calling that medication out of the machine there. Um, up to what we look at today, which is such as maybe a third generation um, automation, yep. where you're basically tipping your stock straight into what we'd call an autoloader, yep. um, or you're, you're uh, putting your stock in through like a gantry, and it's, it's what we call a one-touch. Yep. So you're touching a product once, and then the machine is doing all the rest of the, the, the kind of the handling for you. Yeah, um, and through that there as well. So that's when you look at kind of boxes and bottles together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from a um, so if you think from an owner's perspective and from a uh, dispensary workflow, mm -hmm. effectively we're looking at time saving here, aren't we? Is 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 that is that what, we're, what is the main thing we're looking at, or or is there there's is other things we should be looking at as well? So if now we're stopping here because as we're recording we this, there's this little bloke walking along the corridor we, we and he's a, ducking have, down saying, well, there he goes, now he's running off. We, we have a little visitor coming <laughs> saying, what's going on in here? What's automation? Yes. That's what he's thinking. That's we, right. We've, got, we've already got one audience member, so that's, that's positive. <laughs> um, so, sorry, so the, the question there was in terms of looking at around time savings, was that, yep, yep, that correct? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, so look, we're looking around the time savings there. Um, other things we're looking at is in relation to stock management, um, yep. so inventory management in the dispensary there. So what we do see is with pharmacies across Australia that have implemented um, automation, yep. um, of course I'm talking from a certain point of view, but pharmacies that have implemented automation, they should be able to, I do apologise, I've left my uh, my phone on, on <laughs> a bit, um, but, but from that point of view what we look at is, okay, it's the first time really in the pharmacist's whole um, time of, of, uh, of owning the pharmacy or looking at the dispensary, yeah. they've been able to have a full in-depth view into the stock that they're holding in the dispensary. Yeah. Um, and from what we can see from that part in there over, over the uh, almost 250 machines across this. So from, from that part there is when we look at to, um, automation across Australia, we do want to also look at and go, okay, with the machine being, with automation being uh, included into the dispensary, yes, you've got your time savings, but in terms of your dispensary and your stock management, yep. it's the first time that pharmacist has really been able to have an in-depth look into into their stock that they're holding in yep. the dispensary. And what we see is we see some pharmacies saving up to 10% or reducing their kind of their stock on hand by up to 10%. Oh, it's a bit of a cash flow saving that you're not keeping as much dispensary stock because you've got a 
bit of a, a more accurate handle on, on what you've actually got. Correct. You're probably replenishing a lot more quickly, though. So you are replenishing a lot more quickly. Um, so you, you, but it's stop, a lot better for stop, cash flow stop overall. turnover there, but then you, your cash flow from that perspective, and I know yep. obviously yourself being an accountant, that's a, that's a real win. Yep. Um, but if we can look at going, uh, looking at the dispensary and going, okay, we're holding too much of this stock here. Yep. Or we can um, even look back in terms of reports and yep. say, um, we've had this stock in our farm to in the dispensary for six, eight, ten, twelve months and it hasn't even been moved. Yep. Um, why don't we look at kind of reducing how much we're holding for yep. this particular yep. medication here? So we've gone from um, pharmacy being a very manual labor intensive type from function. Back in the day, absolutely, yep. yeah. To where we are now of significant time savings and efficiency in regards to stock management, where are we sort of heading? going forward now in regards to automation where, where are we heading where 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 the trends what should we be looking for a fantastic question and a million dollar question which i think if we all knew exactly where we're heading it'd be uh it'd be one that everyone would love to know but in my opinion of, of where we're heading um and having seen what is happening happening on the international trend yeah um so what's happening with pharmacies over in europe um yep. over in the uk yep, 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 how yep. they're all transforming is um they're very, very patient focused, patient centric pharmacies. Yep. Um, so very minimal. They don't. Um, the retail areas are, slow, are, are kind of uh, reducing yep. in terms of that footprint, and it's becoming a lot more about the patients and patient services. So what can we yep. do yep. for these patients? Um, yep. We're also seeing a bit more of a trend of um, patients once they once they've left the hospital. Um, coming to be in for community pharmacy, and the community pharmacy has been that point of care for that patient as yep, well. Yep, yep. Um, so it's how else can we look after that that patient yep. there once they step foot into your pharmacy? Okay, what other services can we can we look after them with? How else can we help them? Yep. along their health journey. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So it's from you, from your experience from from Europe and overseas, there's very much that focus then of automating as much as possible of what happens behind the scene so that so, pe the, the human element is then more spent talking to people and servicing people and not patient. doing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and, and with that there, I mean, we look at in your dispensary area, okay, mm. you can have your, your automation in your dispensary area. Yep. Um, we can look at out past that, um, such as things of um, how else are patients collecting their scripts these days. Yep. Um, so are they looking to collect uh, pickup points? Yep. Um, which you can have now positioned um, just outside the pharmacy, yep. which would link to the automation that's, that's in the pharmacy as well there. So oh, okay. there's yep. other ways in yep. which this is evolving, yep. um, other ways in which the technology is coming in to help pharmacists these days and yep. to improve that service for patients at the end of the day. And I suppose overall, uh, the community in general yeah, um, going from how we're we're looking at supermarkets to how we're paying for for um, our, our products these days. Yeah, um, and and self serve checkouts, all that stuff is going. And there's already looking at yep. coming into pharmacy. Yeah. So just extending on that that little bit more. So um, our audience, you know, may rightly or wrongly think of automation from the perspective of push a button, the medication comes out. There you go. Mm -hmm. From a very simplistic perspective, but there's other features coming out and not necessarily with um, the dispensary process but there's other sort of technology that's available now that um, the average pharmacy owner probably wouldn't be aware of now when you say the other technology we're talking other technology around 
um, packing, or we can you elaborate on that one a bit? More from the pharmacy in general. So yeah. from a, from the consumer's perspective, yeah. as you mentioned before, there's they can go up and, and collect something that yeah. they're pre-ordered, like the or the, um, particularly, and please correct me where I go yeah. wrong here, um, as well as like displays on okay, on so a window so or a door. There. There's a lot more tech around there than what the, now than than probably yeah. what people realise. Absolutely. So there's, so there's that. There's there's a million. There's there's all sorts of different ways we can look to um, engage with tech within the pharmacy. Yep. At the end of the day, it comes down to the pharmacist and their readiness to adopt that. Yep. Um, because through through that process, I mean, one of I think from my experience has been when I was in Germany, um, obviously before the whole COVID pandemic, um, I went to a pharmacy over there. They've just recently put in a, a machine automation to their yep. to their pharmacy. Yep. Um, they've got some screens in there as well. Um, and for them, they had a lot of elderly patients that were coming in and and they had to retrain the patients on how the whole new process was gonna be through, through the pharmacy. Oh, interesting, yeah, yeah. So that's things when you see, once you've got automation in your dispensary, your process is gonna be a lot quicker. Yep. Or you might then work on a um, forward dispense or dynamic dispense type kind of model where, where the pharmacist is forward and they're looking after that patient one-on-one -on -one straight away as soon as they come in with a script. Yep. Um, and then through things, um, so technology such as screens, allowing for that more, allowing for that more, uh, I suppose, independent consultation mm. with the pharmacist there and then, yep. so they can show them each different products, what's going to help them, each if each different medication, yep. um, what's going to help them, and how it's going to help them. Yep. And then also, what are also, um, uh, what are also kind of complementary medication that yep. they can look to assist with their symptoms if yep. they do have any. Yep. So really, really focusing and drilling down into the consultation with the patient and yep. making sure you get right down to their, le their level and help them out as much as possible. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a, for me, it's one way which I look at it and I go, I like the way this, the pharmacy is going and I like the way how they're starting to transition into a more patient-focused fo and patient-centric yes. model. Being pharmacists um, in the true sense of the word. Absolutely. Yep. And, and that, that's, that's the whole, I suppose, one of the reasons why they go to university as well is to learn how else can we help these patients here? Yep. Or if yep. they're getting this medication, how's it going to uh, implicate their other yep. other parts of, of the, the patients? Yeah, which is which is actually really good from, uh, if you think of those who are entering university and thinking of careers, particularly from a pharmacy perspective, is knowing that, you know, pharmacies, you know, from their, their journey, actually going to become pharmacies in their true sense of, yes. we actually can have a career where we can help people and Absolutely. not not yep. doing you know three four year degree to to be in retail yeah yeah it actually can be there to, to help people which is a lot more rewarding career and that's i think that's why i've got a real passion for this industry which was a, a real recent discovery of mine when i kind of entered the the, the industry a couple yep. of years ago yeah. is there is such a opportunity at the moment in today's environment to really engage with patient with patients yeah. and see how much we can help them out and, yeah. and take that take that service to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think if any any owner or any pharmacist or any kind of um, pharmacist pharmacy manager yeah. really looks at that, they're gonna absolutely do smash it out there with their pharmacy yeah. and, and they're gonna be the talk of the town in terms of, okay, this pharmacy, they look after me, yeah. they help me out here. Yeah. Um, they provide all these extra services for me and, and I can just go there to essentially one stop yeah. for the patient. And, and really stand out from what I call that sea of sameness, when Absolutely. pharmacies are, are 
There's all, a lot of that out there. They're just all the same. Yep. The only thing different is the colour of the signage. Essentially, they're all the same, but yeah, so this is actually quite exciting, is here's a way that a pharmacy owner can, can really differentiate themselves and really look after people and use the tech that's available wisely. Yeah, use it, use it, use it to complement what, yes, what they're correct. doing already. Yeah, yeah. The pharmacist, at the end of the day, is always going to be that one main point, that one main focus point. Yep. It's how else can we use these other technologies yep. to enhance that for the patient. Yep. Because at the end of the day, with the, the rate that society's moving, the rate that everything is developing out there, yep. we want the pharmacy to stand out. Yep. We want them to be seen by the patient as, I'm going here, I'm not going to go anywhere else, it's because A, B and C and all these yep. reasons here as yep. to yep. why that patient keeps them coming back as a return patient because yep. they get looked after from a service point of view. Yeah, yeah. Um, the pharmacist is always there and always available for them to speak to. Because yeah. If I'm talking about, if I'm a patient walking into a pharmacy, yeah. the pharmacist at the end of the day is the main person that I want to talk to. Yeah. And I want to get that advice from them. Yeah. And that's who I'm looking for when I'm walking into a pharmacy. If yeah. I can't see them, yeah. I, I look elsewhere. You want the love. That's it, you want the love. You Everyone want the always love. wants the love. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, we've come back to uh, the automation that's available at the moment. What sort of types and sort of variations do we have there? So, but again, no one is yep. out there thinking about it. What are sort of the, the different types and the, some of the some of the different versions that yep. are around? So, I, th I think back to when we said uh, just at, towards the start of this is we look to first generation, second or, or third generation yep. kind of automation, and and that's where you look to maybe your basic or your yep. more kind of simpler types. Um, right up until your full automation. So something that's going to provide everything for the pharmacy and look after. Yeah. What do you mean by full automation? Sort of what, what, is, what do you define that as? Yeah, so when I, when I look at full automation, essentially full stock management from, from yep. that part there. So you one touch. So as soon as a medication for the dispensary comes in, yep. it's kind of might be touched once and it's in the machine. And the machine so does the... Comes from the supplier and then bang it in a tray and the machine sorts it out. Absolutely. So that's that's what a class is as full automation. Yep, and yep. from that point in there, the machine is is then going to go through things such as you know cleaning the shelves. Um, it's going to go through rearranging the the medication packs on the shelves there. So yep. it's always going to be working on that date management and, and that, yep. um, whatever's going to expire next is always going to be the the first product, first medication yep, product yep. to come out of the machine. Um, and then we're looking at things such as reports and making sure that you can look at reports in terms of. Um, all the stock and all the medication that is in your machine to yep. see, okay, how else can we work this stock that's yep. going to get us the best best use of our dispensary? Yep. Um, and then and then in from that as well, we we want to look at um, so learning, so machine learning. So from yeah, yeah. from that yep. part there, um, I know with quite some systems out there that after twelve months it identifies what your fast movers are. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then what, what we're seeing through that process, and this is where we look at it as as um as full automation, yeah. is through that process, you're gonna see your products which are your fast movers yep. be moved towards the shoot, close towards the shoots, yep. which are gonna be dispensed quicker. Yep. Now that might only be talking yes. about seconds yeah. here and there. Yeah. But that's when you're gonna see it as full automation because the machine is seeing that as an inefficiency. So it wants to improve on that as best as it can. Yeah. But then seconds multiplied by hundreds of scripts a day multiplied by 365 days a year that adds up quite a bit in time savings absolutely yeah. um, and so that's that's where you want to work it kind of work things backwards and look at it um, in terms of you know 
how much time we're saving yep. from the point that medication pack comes into the pharmacy yep. to the point that it leaves. Yep. Now, it might be medication pack as a box or yep. as a bottle. Mm. Um, in terms of once that comes into the pharmacy, yep. it's in your dispensary area to when it leaves. Yep. How much time are we saving yep. on, on that part there? Yeah, yeah. So, um, if we picture an owner has run their pharmacy for years in a traditional format, okay, and noting that he's going to have friends and colleagues who've got dispensing from an owner's perspective when should they be considering this question now that's a really difficult question to um yep that's why i ask it to, to answer absolutely <laughs> did. um so when you say when mm. do you mean when as in a a time frame or when as in kind of what so when i say when as in, as in a time frame um do you mean like a, as a, at a refit stage? Um, for More that, thinking from mean... a stage of business. Okay, perfect. Yep, yep. yep. So, because there's two ways you can look at it. Whereas if the pharmacy is going through a refit, yep. that's also when to consider it. Yep. Because if they then say they do the refit today and then a year or two years down the track, they think, oh, we need autom automation in. Yep. You might have to do some changes to the refit to then fit that automation in there. Yep. So that's a if you're real- You're going to do it, do it once. Absolutely. If you're yeah. going to do it, do it once, do it right the first time. Mm. Um, I look at it sometimes as, you know, um, some owners have, have come to myself yep. and they've uh, just done their fit out maybe a year ago. Yep. And then they've got to add in more cost yep. to maybe slightly alter that fit out yep. to fit the machine in there. Yep. Um, and it gets to the point where they're already at a pain point because they're like, well, we really need automation at pharmacy. Our script numbers are hitting high numbers mm. and we're yep. a lot of a lot of turnover in here. Yep. Um, so that is one way to consider it as, yep. a, as a time point. Of, yep looking at it to say, okay, we're doing a refit now. Do we need, or can we look at automation now and then grow into it? Yep. Um, because we have pharmacies out there which have got automation in them and they're only doing about 125 scripts a day. Oh, interesting, yeah. So they're yep. right at your, at your smaller end. Yep. Um, but then also you can look at it from an efficiencies point of view and go, okay, from pharmacies that say are from 150 but growing and they yep. can look at there, they can, they can sit there and look at, at their numbers and go, we're growing, we're heading in the right direction. Yep. Let's look at start considering this now. Yep. Um, ultimately, across Australia, it really varies from, from pharmacy to pharmacy. Yep. Um, but what they want to look at is, okay, we are getting to a point now where we are very busy in our dispensary. Yep. Our staff are now doing m more mundane tasks than what we'd like them to do. Yep. So how else can we alleviate that pressure there? Um, and just put those mundane tasks towards automation. Yep. So have the automation look after all those tasks there yep. and then redeploy those staff yep. to to other roles within the pharmacy where you're gonna see where, where you're gonna see a more more patient engagement. Yep. Because that's what they what that's what the patient wants to see at the end of the day. Yep. Or B where that staff member is gonna be able to be retrained. Um, and through retraining they're gonna be able to provide extra services for, for yep. patients as yep. they come in, which ultimately at the end of the day is gonna result in yep. a better bottom line for yep. yourself as, as an owner of the pharmacy. So yep. different ways to look at that there. Again, it, it is a tricky question. If you're saying, oh, Matt, what kind of script numbers are we looking at? Um, I'd say, you know, as you're approaching 200, yep. really good really good point to, to yep. start and to say hello yep. um, and work out kind of where we're looking at your pharmacy there. Yep. Even below, and like I was saying, we've got pharmacies from 125 scripts yep. that have automation in them. Yeah, but a key point there is um, there's efficiencies and anything like that, but the key point is actually more of how do you want to service your customers? Correct. And um, 
yeah, we can churn scripts through a traditional labour model, yep. or we want to have higher engagement with our customers because we want to be able to help them more. To be able to do that, we need time. For time, which we need to make things more efficient so we can spend time with them so it has its role. Absolutely. So that's that's what I was saying there. So with with the automation and you're looking to redeploy the staff to different yep. areas, yep. It, it gives it gives the gives your dispensary team that time back. Yep. And then we can look at what else can we do with those staff members yep. to really, really work on patient engagement, work on serve, extra services for the pharmacy. Yep. Um, because at the end of the day, that is where I think a real value of automation is. Yep. Um, and if you survey all kind of pharmacists across Australia who've got automation, um, I dare say that'd be one of the number one things is, okay, we've got all this extra time back, but we've been able to re-engage patient. Patient engagement's been the number one thing. Um, and through that, we can look at kind of getting those patients and, and signing them up to any kind of rewards programs that yep. the pharmacy offers. Yep. Yep. Um, getting the scripts on file. There's other things that you can spend an extra time yep. with that patient to make sure you're engaging them, firstly, um, but then you're working with them, I think, like I said before, you're working with them on their health journey. Yep, yep. Because you want them to be patient for life. Yeah, yeah. And you want them to go away and tell Betty down the road to come to your pharmacy because your service was, was second to none. Yep, yep. And yep. that's what we want to try and allow the, the pharmacies to, to have that interaction there with the patients. Yep. So from a, uh, uh, from a financial perspective, mm-hmm. uh, how should what are the what are the, what are the different issues that uh, an owner needs to take into account, and how would you suggest they go about their decision from a financial perspective? As in, how should they approach the analysis of it? What what should they be looking for? Obviously, there's costs involved, yep. but um, an owner's also got to think, well, what's my return on investment? Where am I going to get my return? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, with that return on investment point of view it comes back down to looking at from a few different um a few different areas yep now like we've already touched on you want to look at it from time savings yep um so you want to look at okay well if we're going to put this automation into our pharmacy how much time we're going to save how much time we're going to get back yep because ultimately that is what you're putting in automation for is you're automating so you want to get some time back yeah um so you want to look at from a that perspective there's how much time am i going to get back um within the dispensary to then obviously look at other tasks yeah from that there, if you're putting in automation, it's, um, again, like we've touched on, is looking at stock management. Mm. So how can we better then manage our stock? Because if we can hold less stock, it's going to be a more a, a cash injection back into business. Yep, yep. Um, looking at it as well from uh, expired stock or, or, what, or dead stock. Um, so every pharmacy would go through a certain amount of, of kind of dead yep. stock per annum. Yep. Um, numbers vary across the different size pharmacies. but. Yep. It's okay. Well, how can we manage that so we're not having as much dead stock? Yep. Um, and the mach- automation will look after that. Yep. So Automation will manage the date, ex- the expiry dates yep. on each of the medication packs that have gone into the machine itself. Yep. Yep. Um, so from that part there, you can then look at it and go, okay, well, this one here is about to expire. How about we sell it to another pharmacy that's going to use it? Yep. So re- reinvigorating that part yep. of the dispensary. Yep. Um, and then moving on from there is um, from a return on investment point of view. What other services can can you yep. can you provide? Can, can you use that extra time wisely? Use that extra yeah, time yeah, wisely, yeah. Um, because automation at the end of the day is not the golden bullet. Mm. It's not going to be one thing that changes everything in the pharmacy. It's you've got to work around it. You've got to work with it. Yep. And you've got to be prepared to maybe adapt and change some different processes. Yep. But that's how you're going to get the most out of it and get your biggest return on investment. Yep. Um, 
pharmacies, I think the one of the oldest um, within, within Australia, one of the oldest kind of third generation automation in, mm. in dispensary is is just shy of, of 10 years old. Um, wow. Now, they've obviously been working with that for quite some time, but yep. with, with that there, you'll see that um, they've refined their processes over time yep. to maximise the return out of, out, of, out of their machine. Yep, 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 yep. So, from a benefits perspective, yep. you've got um, reduced stock holding from a, uh, uh, from a dispensary perspective. So, in other words, mm-hmm. uh, reduce your investment in dispensary stock, yep. and basically you're putting that back into the machine. Absolutely. From yeah, so you've got um, less less dead stock, so less wastage. Less wastage. Okay. But the big thing is a time savings. With then the big question is, what are you going to do with that time to grow to help your patients more services or whatever? It's a big question of how you're going to use that time wisely. Absolutely, and but that also comes down to. If we look at your full automation suite, so as we're talking before, like your Gen 1 versus your Gen 3 style automation, um, you're looking at your full automation suite and going, if it's such where you've got um, an an autoloader, where you can just tip your stock straight into and set and forget and move on to to dispensary, your your staff aren't putting away stock anymore. So they're not spending their time kind of putting packs on shelves and rotating that stock or then going through their stock takes. So that's where also you get a lot of time savings back. Um, Again, each pharmacy is is different from one to the the other. Um, We go into some pharmacies where you're seeing they're they're taking four hours to put away their their order. Wow. Plus plus and minus. So it it really varies, but you're getting that time back. Yeah. And so what else can we do with that time? Yeah. Yeah. How else can we better improve our, our, our pharmacy from that point there? Yep, yep, yep. Um, so that's just one of those other. Yeah. So from a, a, a cost perspective, um, what are some of the other issues? There's uh, financing, maintenance costs. What, what else should owners be, uh, be, be considering there? So from a, if you're looking at it from a numbers cost point yeah, of view, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got the cost of the machine. Um, now, again, depending on what style of machine you're looking at, Yes. Um, with with our machines, I know we can look at from eighty five grand. Yep. Um, so that's fitted into a pharmacy, installed, kind of ready to go. Yep. So they start from that price there, and yep. obviously we work our way up, and and that really depends on the size of the pharmacy. Yep. So you've got your pricing that the owner really needs to so consider. So there's a cost of machine, but there's a fit out component Which as well because it's got to fit in that dispensary yeah, somehow. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So it's like I was saying before, is those pharmacies have just done their fit out maybe a year ago. Yep. And then they come to you and say, oh hey, we we want to get this in here. And we look at them and we go, oh, we need to maybe re- rework a few things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you've got that really to consider. Some pharmacies are really lucky in the fact of they just pull out their finger base yep. and you drop your machine straight in. Yeah. That's that's a dream when, 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 when you come across those ones there. Rare? They, they're very rare. <laughs> they, they don't happen all too often. But when, when they when they do pop up, it's like, wow, this is uh, this is nice and easy. This is, this yeah. is was made for this almost essentially. Yeah. Um, so you've got that part to consider. Um, so yeah, so you got the, the fit out if, if required, um, and sometimes it can just be a really basic fit out of the dispensary. Yeah. So let's try and rework a few things, keep yep. cost to minimum, yep. and get the automation in. Yep. Excuse me. Um, so we've got that, and then we've also got to look at maintenance maintenance costs. Yep. Again, that's probably a bit more of a, a harder one for me to to speak to because sure, there's lots of variabilities there. There's yeah. so many different variables to that yep. there. Yep. Um, but then we've got uh, we've, we've got that. We've got that automation. We've got that kind of the, that to consider too, um, and other costs to consider along the way is, of course, um, yeah, the, the insurance for pharmacy, making sure that's covered within there of too. Of course, yes, yes. Um, 
but then I suppose your your biggest cost is more a benefit is really yep. is, is all that time saving they're, yep. they're getting back yep. Yep. Through, through that yep. process. And typically, um, how are um, other pharmacies funding the purchase of it? Is it like obviously they get some equipment yeah, so finance for it? Or um, what, actually, how they funny enough, about I listened to, uh, to one of your your podcasts you did um, oh, a little while back, and you were talking <laughs> about how um, every owner should have a uh, a group, a core group around them. Um, you were yep. talking something along those lines yep. there, and uh, you mentioned the dream team, the key advisors, the, the, the dream team, the key advisors, which yeah. I think everyone, I think it's fantastic, and everyone should have that because yep. you're you're going through a business, and I, I think on that same um, podcast you mentioned about. Um, you know the whole business side of things and, and yeah. that part too. And it's it's ever so critical, and it's nothing that anyone should ever be ashamed of to have to go and have that team around them. I think if anything, it's it's a, it's a win. Yeah, if you can have a team of of um of the dream team around you. Yeah, yeah. Now with that there, okay. So they're going through brokers. Um, that's the main part of where of where most pharmacy owners are going through. Yep. Um, brokers. Some go through direct through their bank. Yeah. Most are through brokers. Yep. So some go through brokers, and then we we obviously go through Guild yep. a lot. So Chris Hickey over at Guild Finance, he mm. does a fantastic job with with a lot of our owners. Yep. Um, yep. So that's um that's yeah where majority of them are going through. Okay. All right. So there's um the initial purchase and initial different purchase. types, models, complications, yep. variabilities, etc. You've got a fit out component. We've got the fit out component if yep. if required, and again when that doesn't happen, that's uh yep that's uh that's a dream. Yep. There's uh and there's uh various forms of equipment finance that yep. the owners can consider, which is going to uh, help the funding of it and spread that over three, four, five years or whatever the whatever the deal happens to be. From what I understand of most, we're looking across a five-year period. Yep. Um, but obviously it's, it's, up, it's up to once that owner speaks to their accountant, their finance advisor, yep. whoever, whoever that is, and yep. they work out from that part there. Yep. Um, I can only suggest, well, I'll, I'll say who they can go look to and who they can go and chat with. Um, and then it's from them. Yep. Uh, there's uh, maintenance fees of wh whatever that happens to be. Um, then we got the benefits of uh, lower stock usage, efficiency of time, efficiency particularly in the back room of sorting the stock out as yep. well, um, uh, less dead stock and with a great ability of the extra time, how do we look after our patients better? How what do we do at that time? Yeah. yeah. So. From your experience, because uh, obviously you've done this for a while and you've spoken to a lot of pharmacies um, across Australia on this, um, what are the good owners doing? Okay, so what are the good owners doing? Because obviously we all know there's, there's various forms of ownership and there's some really good owners yep. and, and whatever. But from those you've seen with automation, um, what are the really good ones doing? What are they doing to really maximise the opportunities? What are the good ones doing? That's, that's a great question because uh, having seen pharmacies from when I started two years ago across from Sydney, Queensland, Melbourne, SA, and obviously now WA, and yep. we've even got one up in Territory. Um, but looking at it from, from that part there, the good owners, they really break things back down to basics. Mm. They keep it simple. Yep. Um, and so they just work on, okay, so what is the best practice? Yep. What's the best practice within working within the automation? Yep. Um, so automation now, is, everyone's going to have their own different quirks and how to work differently and better with, with it one on that, that yep. part there. But the, I suppose overall, what they're doing is they're really 
working with the machine. Mm. So like I was saying before, it's it's not a golden bullet. Bullet. Yep. It's not going to be that you put this in, it's going to fix everything in your dispensary. Yep. It's you have to work with it. Yep. Um, you have to work with the systems. Yep. Um, and so you then work it to how else can we benefit from all the software yep. benefits that come with this automation. Yes. Um, yes. So again, looking at reports, looking at um, you know can the automation that you're looking at does it link direct to FarmX so it can then mark off your invoices yeah that's another big saving that's also oh, yes of that course yes there yeah, is yeah. in terms of if we're marking off your invoices for you it's it's working on the part where it's going okay well we don't have to worry about double checking or checking yes those invoices yep. if something's yep. missing the machine will tell us yep um so best practice in my opinion um, or kind of how they're getting the most out of it yep. is also through forward dispensing yep. um, or that dynamic dispensing kind of whatever you want to call it around there. Is yep. Pharmacists pharmacist on the front line talking to their pharmacist people. Pharmacists on the front line talking to the patients yep. as they're coming in there yep. and giving them as much care and attention as they can. Yep. Yep. Um, let the automation run in the background. Let it do its thing. Yep. Okay. It's always going to look after itself. It's always going yep. to work. Yep. But you go forward. Yep. Go for where you should, I, I believe where where you're best positioned. Yeah. Talk to the patients, engage with the patients because you are who they come into the pharmacy to yep. see. Yeah. Um, that in I suppose in you can never ignore the basics of of humanity, which is building real, relationships. Real, is what we're real, good at. In real simple terms, to answer that question, really, that's it's 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 working on patient engagement. Yeah. It's let the automation do what it's there to do. Yeah. It'll work. It'll yep. do its thing. Just let it there to do that. Yeah. Um, and engage with it then through through the likes of software reporting all these other things that's going to be able to provide to you yeah, yeah. to then maximize that later on in in your back of house and your back of office stuff. yeah yeah so of course with every uh, um, the shining star owner who does it brilliantly yep there's plenty of lessons along the way yes so um, what are what are some of the the, the tips and uh, or some of the the common errors that are made by some owners that uh, say uh, anyone listening to this podcast is thinking about oh, I should probably I should probably call Matt and, th- and have a have a chat about what yep. automation is going to do what are the key lessons what are the key mistakes people should avoid there's definitely a few <laughs> um, <laughs> so but it, uh, it also so one, one of the ones which which I, I look at as well in across all automation is um, the pharmacy maybe didn't forecast correctly at the start um, and when I say forecast is maybe they didn't plan to say okay if we get automation today it's going to yep. last with us for 5, 10, 20 years yep. um, we look at one of one of our older systems we're looking at 26 years yeah. um, and that's only just been upgraded so from that side of things there it's making sure they forecast to say yep. okay this is where we are today yep. this is the direction we want to go to so having that, that ability to look forward and that vision and go this is what I want to make of my pharmacy. This yep. is a goal that I have for my pharmacy. And this is how I want to get the most out of my pharmacy over the next however many years. Yep. Um, and also work into that if it's if it's such where they're looking to sell out in, in five years, ten years, seven years, however many years it is. Yep. Make sure that's part of the plan as well because yep. they need to know that if um, they can on after them, if there is enough kind of capacity in that machine to allow for medication. Um, then we want to look to other things which a lot of owners sometimes jump into this is they look at it as kind of money versus um, versus functionality yep um, so of course if we understand if you're looking at uh, machines and automation out there they've got the most functionality yep. not always are they going to be um, the most affordable 
But in that sense, when we're looking at what the prices are today, they are really, really quite affordable yes. out there. Yep. It's, um, it's such where we look at it and go, have a look out to the market there. Yep. Have a look at kind of what you're getting for what you're paying for. So yep. if you're paying for this, what is the functionality of the machine in the background? Yep. Um, what software upgrades are coming to that machine? Yep. What else is being done with that kind of, that company, that organization yep. um, to develop for the market? As, yep. I suppose particularly for us over here in, in Australia, yep. is what's being done to develop for the Australian market. Yep. Um, we see a huge, a huge gap there in terms of, there might be a, uh, say a pharmacy or an owner has invested in a, in a particular automation yep. um, and two years later or so that automation has left the market. Yep. Um, so it's just making sure they do their research on the company, on the organisation um, in terms of how they place yep. within this within Australia. Yep. Uh, are they positioned here well enough yep. to know that if I invest in them today, yep. are they still going to be here five years down the track or yep. am I going to be stuck? With something where I've got no support, it's, no, no help. It's redundant that technology. And it's, it's redundant. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that that ha happens quite often. Yeah. Um, and we've seen it happen already several times within the Australian market. Yeah. Um, purely because the Australian market is completely different to that of the European market. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which which we look at there. So so there's that. There's um. So what if I, if I cover off there? So we're looking at forecasts and not yep. properly forecasting, right? Yep. So yep. are they looking to add in extra services? Yep. Um. And when I say forecasting there as well, if I can just touch on that again, is considering the fact that, okay, today we're doing this, do we want to add in a, an extra consult room down the track? Yep. So if they're doing their floor plan today or, or going through a refit today, having that or leaving that flexibility in the floor plan to add that extra yes. consult yep. room down the track. And that's, yep. that's something I'm really, really big on. And I'm, I suppose when I'm talking to owners is, okay, we're looking at this now, but what about five years down the track? What's your pharmacy going to look like? Yep. Is there a potential for you to add on an extra consult room? Yep. Um, with with um, kind of seven CPA coming on board. Yep. Well, okay. What else can we do from the services point yep. of view? Yep. To make sure we maximise that. Yeah. Very good thinking. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then even so, these things a little bit of short sightedness. I think so. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I think sometimes yeah. it's you know don't rush a decision. Yeah. At at the end of the day, making sure we get it right is it's gonna it's gonna prove for you down the track. It's yeah. gonna be so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So. It, Forecast, but forecasting properly, looking at how else we can keep your floor plan. Yep. If you're going to do that and put automation in, yep. keep it as flexible as possible. Yep. Yep. Um, Good idea. Yeah. Making sure that if you're going to put the robot in there or automation in there, you're putting it in the right spot, and you don't want to then move it several years down the track. No, really. Again, flexibility. So making that, sure that that's happened. It happens. Oh, that's expensive. That's expensive. Oh, that one is. Yes. So that's that's why. I well, say, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that one. Um, so that then looking at again, so money versus functionality. Yep. So going back from from that point of view there, um, and then as well making sure you do your research on who it is you're buying from yep. and making sure they're going to be in the Australian market for the long run. Yes. Yep. Yep. Because yep. you don't want to be left behind dry. Yep. Is there a um, an element of uh, owners there who they get the machine but they really don't maximize the time savings effectively yes there is yeah and from the ones that i would say do that it's the owners maybe are not so much engaged with the pharmacy um when you have, oh, okay so, I understand. yeah so maybe, maybe the owner has got kind of several pharmacies yeah and maybe one of just kind of left yep to it's a hard one to, to answer really from what i have seen it's owners that are really involved in the pharmacy, they get the most out of it. Yep. They maximise that. Yep. Um, owners where they are not so much involved in the pharmacy, 
and it's kind of left just to to do its thing is you're not maximizing it yeah. to, to the attempt to the nth yeah. degree yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah you can maximize it yeah. but i look at something and go well we can do this a bit better how yeah. else can we improve yeah. this here yeah yeah very good so it's been um been wonderful to talk to you because i've been uh wanting to have you for ages because you, you're you're at the forefront of this change in in pharmacy from its traditional models yeah. and evolving in into this automated i want to call it beast that's not it's not the right word but this evolution of pharmacy and you're right at the, the forefront of that so uh, we'd love to get you back again because things change things evolve things so always we, we'd love to have you back again now um for those of you listening um matt has uh, an instagram account instagram linkedin <laughs> so so now when, so this is where sarah jumps in so john you fool um <laughs> He has a, a LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a business one. Yeah, link- <laughs> let's keep it there. Don't go to his Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Let me a strong suggestion there. Now, connect with him on LinkedIn because Matt has this uh, Tuesday Inspiration series. Um, go check it out. It's, it's very good. It's where you're going to get some great ideas and tips about what's happening in pharmacy and how pharmacy is evolving all over the world. So, uh, and some of the examples that Matt was talking about from when he was in Germany is on his profile oh so, very good yeah, yeah. Plenty, have been, plenty have been posted and shared on there yeah so there'll be heaps of yeah ideas i've just seen yeah oh very good so make sure you go on to um matt palumbo j- jump on his uh on his linkedin and uh and uh that's right matt reminded me about uh, another question um app two months away you guys going to be there we will be there, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so looking forward will to... Will you be there? I will be there. Yeah, Definitely. very good. So our, our whole team our whole team will be there. Um, and you got a stand, no doubt? We definitely have a stand, so we've got... Uh, we have one, you, got, you have any machines there as well? We've, we'll have our machine there. We'll have, um, we'll be showing our internal, external external loaders. Yeah. Uh, we'll be showing uh, the V-Motion screens. Yeah. So that's more so like we're explaining about the, the patient engagement interaction from that part there. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes. We'll also have... I believe at um, at this APP we might have a, another special um, technology piece there. Oh, which uh, I don't know if I can actually reveal that one yet. But uh, what's this space, ladies and gentlemen? Watch, absolutely, watch this space. <laughs> so all of our all of our technology that's already kind of released and announced in the market will be there. Yep. Um, there is there's one item there which I, I'm certain 99% sure it's going to be there, but I don't know if I can actually say so. Um, well, you're being very secretive, aren't you? Yeah, I, I don't want to get in trouble. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm biting my tongue on that one. But And then we'll also have, um, in terms of our software upgrades, um, so every year our machines go through software upgrades, yep. um, improvement, kind yep. of, we, we seek out what, what pharmacists want, yep. um, and then we look to implement that through, yep. through the software side of things. So a lot of that will be announced at um, APP yep. as well. So yep. it's going to be a big event for us, and we'll also have... Um, some very very special offers on, which will be Ooh. APP only. Um, Dangle that carrot. And valid until the end of May. So yep. 31st, 31 days of May, 31st of May. Yes, very good. Well, if you're interested, if it's the issues being bubbling around in the background, APP, go to the go to the stand there. Go speak to Matt Palumbo, and uh, no doubt he'll be able to help you out. Now, how can people get in contact with you? Yep. So, um, like we we said just before, there's uh, there's LinkedIn. There's um, by kind of mobile email. Yep. Um, or we can look at now. Will they be shared afterwards or shared now? Shared now. Shared now. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> so they they can reach me out. I, I believe that some of your kind of listeners as well are East Coast. Yes. Yep. So we've got um, 
few of our guys over East Coast. We've got Andrew, Kelvin, and Mylan on the East Coast. Yep. Um, so even just for simplicity of this podcast, um, my mobile number is 0458 748 147. Um, and so if they want to reach out to me there, and then if it's for someone over in Sydney, um, Queensland, or Victoria, I can I can share and link them up there. Yep. Um, of course, I look after WASA and Northern Territory. Yep. Um, we've also got our BD Rower website. Yes. Um, which is bdrower.com.au. Yep. Um, so we can get onto that there, and they can submit an inquiry form. Ah, oh, very good. Online through there. Many ways to get in contact. Many ways to get in contact. Um, you'll find us somewhere. Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure to have you Thanks on board. Thanks for having me on, John. Thank you. Thank you very much. And no doubt we'll have you back again. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, no doubt we'll be back soon talking about more stuff. See us. Bye.